This is an anthology of adepts, a series of actual play adventures using the Earthdawn RPG system. Circle of Thieves 3, Part 2. Old Greymare ain't where he used to be. There's a name mentioned here, uh, Greymare, and you know Greymare to be another thief. Um, it mentions that basically he has gone missing last seen in Haven. Um, they want to know, basically the guild wants to know, has he cut ties or has he defected or has he died? They're not sure. They haven't heard from him in, we'll say the last check-in time he had uh, with any other agent was two weeks ago. Missing for at least a month or at most a month, I should say. At least two weeks, at most a month. I All guess right. this could be some work. Do you yeah. know this guy? Not personally. Like one of your buddies? No. No, of. Heard the name. Elf. Uh, for those, uh, I guess you heard the name, but you know he's an elf, and that's about it. I'll say. Yeah. Oh, elves are so unreliable. <laughs> eh. So. All right. Are we going to take back some what happened to him? Might as well. I'm, I'm going to go with crossed the wrong people and is alive but hiding in I Harvest. think he I... is horror food I think well, he's an elf so he's probably lazing about in some inn <laughs> right <laughs> time to find out what happened and if any of us win so, what sort of time of day would it be now? Uh, I would say later in the afternoon. Um, uh, for the benefit of Bront, there is a location mentioned in there. Uh, a place called the Cultured Cave Crab. It was the last place that uh, they know of a sighting of him. Um, and that's where he had requested the previous meeting like a month ago. Is that like a pub or a... Sounds like. Probably I found it. Yeah, it's it's like, it's dinner. Ah. Shall we go have, see if they have dinner? Shall we go see if they have dinner? I could eat. You can always eat. You're a big I'm half hungry. Yeah, I'm half hungry. Let's do it. All right. I mean, I had some sausage, but eh. Yeah, that didn't look like it was good. I think it might have been gone over. That's what I said. But he was all angry about it. Gave me a good discount. Good, decent discount, though. Eh, Espagra is gamey. <laughs> it's true. All right, so let's go find this place and have some dinner. I'm very disappointed, though. There's no, like, potatoes around in this, in this one everywhere. It's kind of sad. You oh, think somewhere <laughs> called the purple potato. There would actually be some potatoes on display, maybe. Oh, well. Maybe, maybe some next carved time. ones. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yep. You never know. All right. I guess we can go ask directions. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like just going to go up to a random guy in the in the inn because there's probably like a 
you know, like an eating area. Yeah, there would be. Um, There's like a handful of people here, maybe four or five eating. Um, Do you have any of the social uh, type skills or roles for like like things like streetwise? No, I'm just a little old lady. Okay, so so you'd just be rolling plain charisma, (laughs) raw charisma. I am full of raw charisma. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I did not put a... Okay, this is going to be fine. It'll be fine. You'll get re-rolls. No, you'll get two. Oh, God. Yeah, they they find you a little brash uh, and are kind of like looking at you like, can I just eat? Uh, they, Listen, they, they, yeah, go ahead. I'm old. you got to tell me where these places are because if I have to walk around this town up and down the streets and up and down the streets and up and down the streets, it's going to do something awful to my bunions and they'll just kind of sit in there eating and one of them will finally speak on say uh, we're we're actually kind of new here ourselves uh yeah. you might have to ask someone else sorry my friends here a little hungry because they just got here after several days of trail rations and kind of a little out of it well i suppose that's one excuse for not having any manners <laughs> Well, she's doing this. Uh, Sparrow's gonna like flit over to somebody else, and yeah. you know, using her knowledge of a bit more etiquette and stuff, she's gonna ask for directions. All right. Yeah, so I'm gonna. You're, you're probably gonna have to go outside because you're realizing that she's kind yeah. of asked everyone so far here. Yeah. But there we'll will be people on the outside. Okay. okay. Yeah. So head outside and look for somebody who looks a little more like they might know the area and. Yeah, so you can find actually one of the kind of town guard-ish types um, okay. outside, uh, kind of the equivalent of cops, basically, that was mentioned before. Uh, Haven's a bit, yeah, funny politically, so it's kind of a little unofficial, a little official, and there's a whole lot of, like, has Sparrow or Brunt been to Haven lately, or ever, uh, the, as far as character background? No. Nope. You um, think? No. Nope. Sparrow may have been at some point, because she's traveled, she liked to travel she likes to go places do you think it would have been like uh before the theron war yeah so more than 10 years ago okay yeah and grimhild's lived kind of in the region for quite a while so she's probably been through here once in a while okay cool just wonder uh, there's a certain thing going on that maybe grimhild would know a little bit about not a lot necessarily but a little bit so sparrow go ahead and ask your question but roll uh your etiquette first i guess okay Oh, 10. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you're able to hit the social defense of this. Um, we'll say it's like a uh, orc woman. She's kind of in very cheap uh, uh, outfit for like town guard. Like It looks like it's just scraps that were handed to her, and she might be quite new to the place. Um, and in fact, doesn't look too happy uh, to be working this job, but is pretty happy, happy to see a windling. All right. On 10. Yeah, you do succeed. Tell me what you're... Uh, oh, right. I was just finishing saying she yeah. has not seen that many windlings lately and is kind of, like you notice in her eyes, a little kind of happy to see one. Um, Just got into Haven and I'm supposed to be meeting up with a companion yeah. teaming up with and I'm trying to find him. Um, He's at the... um um. What's the name of that place again? She like glances back Cave to the crab. others. Yeah, at, at the, the sorry, what was that? The crabby onion. No, no, no. 
something about a cave crab. Oh. Oh, and she looks over at Bronze and says, Oh, you're a big one. Oh, yeah, the uh, cave crab's over. Um, it's in that other section of Haven, just outside the gates. Um, not a lot of people go there anymore, but some still do. It still has its um, uh, clientele. And you can tell she's a little awkward about it. Is there anything I should know about? Um, you haven't been here for a while, have you? It's been probably like 15 years, 15, 20 years. Okay. Uh, that's the, or was, the Iopen section. Uh, Iopus came in here and did a thing where they were setting up a little bit of a rival town. It's uh, not abandoned right now, but uh, they did kind of leave. Um, there was a whole thing. Uh, but mm, you can get cheap deals there, though. Weird. I guess. <laughs> Either way, that's where I'm supposed to meet, so good thing I got a room here. Yes, good. I mean, it's not a bad part of town, just a lot of people associated with the, the whole nastiness that happened there. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you very, very much for the information and for giving mm. us, telling us how to get there. Thank you. Have yourself she, a wonderful day. And she carries on with her day. <laughs> All right. And we got a bit of extra information. Excellent. Shall we then? By all means. All right, it's late in the afternoon now, um, heading into evening. Um, and you've had, I mean, a bit of food. Um, Sparrow, but I mean, Bront probably needs something to eat. And um, this place, uh, the directions are given is kind of outside of what you remember Haven being. You remember Haven being kind of this corner of Parlant that's been kind of claimed. Uh, and then kind of added on to kind of the old city walls run through the middle of Haven. Uh, and then there's additional walls that have been kind of built around it. And then there's the new gate into Parlength. Um, it looks like uh, another section, another corner was kind of carved out uh, beside it um, a while ago. You can, from you can, what well, you can tell is maybe a few years ago. Uh, and just from the general, like, Things you can glean around here is that Iopos, um, which is this empire in the far west of Barsafe, northwest of Barsafe, empire might not be the right term, more of fascist state, I guess you could say. They're not, they're not the, they're, they're pretty strict. They're run by a single family, the Denerastus. A few years ago, uh, you know, it's pop, well known that the head of Denerastus clan was murdered. Uh, nobody quite knows by who. Um, at least not in general um, audiences and all that. But you do know that they live under a very totalitarian state over there, but um, they do show up as saviors here and there throughout Briar Bar Save once in a while and try to butter people up a bit. That's about what you know about Yopus, and you know they're kind of, you know, the new Thera in terms of attempting to get into Bar Save and, you know, get its resources and its people on their side. Um, so they're not very popular amongst places you've been, but you might get more mixed opinions here, depending on what side people laid on. So I'll say that's what you kind of get from this place. Head over to the cave crab. <laughs> the cave crab. 
Uh, for those who don't know, Earthdawn Cave Crabs is a giant crab that's a monster in the game that's like not even a horror or anything like that. It's just a giant crab that lives in caves and can claw people's arms off. So they're that big. And dragons find them delicious. Yes, dragons love eating them. Um, I'll get you all to world awareness while going through there or if there's another skill or talent you think would fill in then let me know but if you don't have awareness of any kind it'll be just straight perception what about streetwise Ooh, yeah you could make an argument for that <laughs> I mean same step doesn't matter oh no <laughs> oh dear and I got a two but it's not a one critical failure one thing you need to know about me is that I roll like <laughs> crap <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am infamously terrible at rolling. So no critical failures, at least so far. Uh, yeah, in this I, system, I you, those are fun. Yeah, in this system, you have to be rolling two dice or more to get a critical failure, and it has to be ones on all dice, basically. For those unaware, um, seventeen though, Pam, um, you're just general awareness. You, um, sorry, Sparrow, I should say. The Windling's Eye view gives you so much more uh, in this other section of Haven. You can tell that it's kind of like a bit of a slum now. Like there's uh, not as much hustle and bustle there. Um, there are definite evidence of places that were burned out. Some places that are probably being squatted in, um, which is strange considering the prices you just paid for things. Like there must have been something not great happened there for people not to take essentially free lodgings from some of these abandoned places, but you know, clearly some people are. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like an abandoned neighborhood kind of thing, feeling vibe to it. Uh, but there are a few, a few people around, a few stragglers, and you do eventually find that there is one pub tavern still operating, and it's got this big uh, giant carved crab in the front of it. Um, that's clearly what you're looking for. Say, that's the place. <laughs> Looks like. All right. So what's our boy's name again? I'm, you know me in names. <laughs> uh, something boring like Gray Matter, Gray Man. That's and right. Gray Brunt, man. Uh, Brunt would know it's Gray Mare. Yep, Gray Man. Oh, that's, you need to have a strong <laughs> name, you know, like, right. oh, it was Gray Man. Gray Blood, you know, that'd be good. Brunt, can you get that page out? Quickly, no, just like it's it's gray mare. Thank you. I didn't think it was man. That that's that's a little. That's not really elfian. Okay. Yeah. You notice Sparrow outside there. You can hear music on the inside. Like there is definitely a troubadour in here or a band of some kind. That's always um, exciting. And you know there are a few stragglers around here. It's just it's not the hustle and bustle you're used to having Haven being, and it's probably truly bizarre for you to not only find out there's a new section to town, but that it's also already been abandoned. So this is all just too much going on probably for you. Let's go in and enjoy the music, see what we can learn, and get some food. It's not gross street meat. Fair yeah. enough. Brunt, on your 10 of Streetwise, you um, notice that there are repurposed uh, uniforms uh, that some people are wearing with insignias removed. It's pretty obvious that perhaps like some former military um, thing may have been going on here at some point. It's not Threlic, uh uniforms. Clearly not. So your assumption might be open. Um, some people may be repurposing old 
arm or old uniforms as clothes. It's clearly people who are not well off that are that are wearing these in a lot of cases. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's what you get. And on Grimhilds too, I think you are so incredibly distracted by all of this because you've actually just never spent any time in the new open section. You live near Haven. You heard about what kind of Yopas is building their own little section and trying to get their own gate into our length and trying to be nice. And then probably you think the rumors said that they may have saved some people's lives, but then later people figured out they may have actually caused the problem in the first place. So there's so yeah, many some rumors. Some people say going they on. save puppies and some people say they eat puppies. And I'm not sure what's happening to these puppies. <laughs> Well, let's get a bite to eat. Not puppies, though. With the puppies. We're petting the puppies. We're not eating the puppies. If we see puppies, we pet the puppies. We don't eat the puppies. Okay. Even he doesn't eat puppies. Why would I eat puppies? Exactly. You're not a monster. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Rob. Oh, my God. It's too funny. Yeah, I, I just, like. I thought, oh, that's not, no, no, and it's still doing the puppy thing. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Um, you do notice that there's a few people in here. Um, you can tell there's one group of people who are definitely all with each other because they look like you're a very stereotypical adept group of adventurers. One of them is the troubadour who is singing right now. And you also have, and I'm just going to say, yeah, there's an illusionist, pretty obvious illusionist, and a pretty obvious warrior here as well, too. Um, both of them elves, and the troubadour is an orc. And he's singing and carrying on. He seems to be able to carry a tune pretty well. And there's a few other like people stirring about here. You're not sure whether they're adepts or just regular folk, but it's kind of odd because this place C does seem fairly new and clean, but um, not very, like, not bustling hustling and the music is actually pretty decent quality for a second rate kind of place uh, that the scene to be given do they look like does this troubadour look like he's being paid to play there or Not does he look like his yeah okay <laughs> just getting the, the vibe you uh how about you roll an awareness for that one actually or uh, just oh. straight perception if you don't uh oh she has perception. yeah i'm just thinking if my perception is better and it's not no <laughs> no, yeah, awareness would add to perception, so. Oh. <laughs> All right, three, uh, three. You are so distracted because he's actually really yeah. good. Yeah. Like, you haven't heard and, a troubadour this good in a while. You know, I've always kind of liked orcs. It's been a while since I've I've seen a real talented orc. <laughs> and as you're carrying around, is Bront uh, ordering a meal? Oh, yes. Yeah, what are you ordering? You get from some dwarf, like a dwarf behind the bar, like, yeah, what do you have? Oh, big guy. Uh, oh, boy. That's a big order, get? isn't it? What do you got? Uh, Spagra. We got um, Cave Crab, surprisingly. <laughs> and he kind of sarcastically points at the sign of <laughs> Well, That's I've never thing. had Cave Crab, so let's go with that. Cave Crab Supreme it is. Um... Do you want to make you sure want it's all a, the fixings? Like a, make it a double for this guy. He eats a lot. All um, the fixins. And he yells to the back, dragon-sized meal coming up. 
And you kind of hope you're hoping it's not a whole cave crab because that would be ridiculous. And then I'll also pull out an extra piece of silver and put it on the counter and some information. Oh, and he kind of does the shifty eye thing because he's clearly not very good at this. Yeah. What would you like to know? And he says so kind of a bit more quietly. Gray mare. Gray mare. Um, hmm, let me think. Elf. Elf. Oh, yeah, he wears, as elf guy, wears gray a lot. I haven't seen him like uh, three weeks, maybe four. What you looking for him for? Trying to find out where he went. See if he's okay. Hmm. Yeah. He uh, owes me he... money. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, he seemed to be pretty good with paying off his tab. I don't know, know where he lives. He was kind of secretive, but he did uh, tend to listen to uh, good old, um, oh, what's the name here? Do, do, do. Oh, he, he always listened to Swift Axe Sam here, um, kind of pointing at the troubadour, who is now boasting of some of his conquests and par- parlaying through song right now. Local? Uh, Grey Mare or Swift Axe? Grey Mare. Uh, he's been here a few months. Not not years, just months. Hang out with anyone? Yeah, bit of a loner that one, but he'll buy drinks for Swift Axe there once in a while. And these uh, adepts seem to be pally with them a bit. Fair enough. And I'll take my finger off of the coin <laughs> and let him pocket <laughs> it. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Um, I'm going to get it Sparrow to roll a uh, thief uh, half magic perception. So it'll be uh, perception plus your circle. Okie dokes, that would be a 10. Oh, wow, 21. Holy. You wanted me to see something. Yeah, it's not even see something so much as um, not only hearing the obvious, but like just your thieving senses are super tingling because you're starting to listen to this music and listen to kind of the conversation going on between the other two adepts. Um, the illusionist and the the warrior, um, you're gathering that they may have retrieved a lot of um, uh, treasures, and there seem to be boasting a little too much about treasures and things they've got. And you're kind of like, oh, I'd love some of that. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's might a be dumb some thing to do. Yeah, I'm gonna just you know, having been sitting on the shul- on Brunt's shoulder and hearing all the information, I'm just gonna like hop off and flit over and settle at their, you know, sort of sit cross-legged on their tape where they're sitting and listen to the, and, you know, just stare at the troubadour, like, you know, that look of being in awe as I'm, like, enjoying him, enjoying listening to to the song. And one of them will turn to you as a male uh, elf um, warrior. He'll say, oh, a little windling, eh? Uh, so you like Swift Axe's uh, act here. Yeah, it's great! I haven't uh, been into I haven't been into Parlance yet. It just sounds so exciting. Oh, dude, you gotta hear about all of our tales. Then we we love to spin a good tale. He can give you a bit of a you know storytelling later if you hang around. I I'm sure. Love it! I would love it. That would be amazing. Like my friends and I, we just got into town. You know, I was here ages ago, but I didn't actually go into Parlance. Yeah. And- oh, we got here a year ago, and oh, we've. We've had some good hauls out of Parlane, let me it tell you. sounds. I can't wait to hear all about it. This is why we can afford, you know, well, I mean, more people can afford this place now that Neopus is 
Yeah, that whole thing. But um, Cave Crab ain't cheap. I can tell you that. Even with the uh, you know not want a bad neighborhood discount, if you know what I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha. Good to know. Oh wow! And the illusionist looks at you, and she kind of stares at you a bit. Uh, I want you to roll an awareness. Seven. Okay. You think she might? You might be. She might be sizing you up in astral space. I'll just sort of glance at her and see, think, think, you know, thinking, oh, she's doing that, and I'll I'll sort of blink my eyes a few times to do, and do the same. <laughs> okay. Roll astral sight. <laughs> Ooh, it's eleven. Karma that one just for the fun of it. Fourteen. Yeah, you can get your eyes into astral sight and see that you definitely have some adepts here. This place is a little polluted, um, which is expected for astral space in it's Haven. <laughs> Haven. So that's not a surprise. <laughs> and, and but like, yeah, I like, her up and down very pointedly as well. Yeah, that's these are it. definitely adepts, though. They have a very strong pattern. Uh, you can even get a little glimpse of the little bit of the extra discipline magic going on as well. I'll just nod to her as I let it flicker out, as I go out of astral sight. And she looks at you and says, Oh, adept, are you? It would seem so. Seems like you are too. I've never met a windling who wasn't an adept, come to think of it. Is, is that, are all of you adepts? I guess you just haven't met the kids. Oh, they're kids? I guess there would be, wouldn't there? And she starts thinking, kind of going. She, she looks at her very pointedly. When a mommy windling and a daddy windling love each other very, very much, they sometimes have baby windlings. She'll, like, look at you kind of, like, not even getting the joke and being like, how small are they, baby windlings? The same proportions as your babies would be to you. Oh, my. And she starts thinking on this and kind of gets lost in thought <laughs> for a while. Uh, meanwhile, Bront, your meal is being brought out, um, cooked up during this. Oh, God, how horrible is it? <laughs> it's actually not bad, but it's probably overcooked a bit. Mm. Like, clearly not the best chef, chef, but a good chunk of, like, crab meat, though. Like, this is, like, kind of as big as your arm kind of thing. Like, your mm. arm, like a obsidian arm. Just oh, brought out on a thing. I guess I'll dig in. And, it, you know, it was pricey, but... Motion for Grim Hill to come over and try something. Yeah. <laughs> does Grim Hill try any? Um, Grim Hill is actually currently trying to engage this orc troubadour in conversation. She is oh, yeah. regaling him with cat facts. Oh, fun. Oh, so, yeah, God. just after he's done singing, you can probably get into a little conversation with him. Do you, uh, you don't have any special skills. So, like, you want to roll a charisma? I'd love to see how that goes. Yeah, let's. I would love <laughs> let's to see do how it. that goes. <laughs> I have taunt. That, uh, that would be different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't know anything about cats. No, that's not what I'm going for here. Uh, let's just do a basic charisma. Okay, six. I love oh. it. I was looking for one. Do you, I, I'm just I, I'm throwing out a suggestion there. Would you say something like, do you have any songs about cats? Yeah, absolutely. It's like cats. Um, Crojan? Yeah. Uh, no, you know, like, good meow. Cat? Oh. House cats, huh? Yeah. 
Well, maybe I'll have a feral cats. You know, they're good mousers. Let me think for a moment. And he starts humming and chanting and coming up with a bit of a, you know, a lyric uh, song, kind of a poem. And, you know, he gives you a half, half okay bit of poetry about the house cats of Parlinth and the, the, you know, the stray feral cats of Haven. That was real nice. You just came up with that on your own, just like that. It's part of my discipline, ma'am. That's, and yet you, you're, you're doing adventures. Why, why uh, would you do adventures if you, if you can you just do this? You need something and experience to tell stories. It's well, just so much more glorious when you tell stories that you have experienced yourself. You haven't experienced being a cat and you're just saying a beautiful thing about a cat. Ah, uh, well, I've met cats. I've seen cats. So I can describe cats and surmise what their life is like. Huh, so you've had lots of good experiences, huh? Ah, yes. And he just like starts rambling into a, like his latest time in Parlinth. And now he pulled out um, this ancient Mangatika, um, which is this headdress, uh, jewelry headdress, uh, that once belonged to provincial over-governor uh, Melencina Vesperian during the ancient Theron era and how they retrieved her Mangtika and is now in their possession and it's just this wonderful, wonderful ancient artifact that wow. they found and they're going to try to take it back to Thrall for the glory and the credit for adding it to the Museum of Thrall. You must be a really fantastic adventurer. How did you even get this? Where did you find it? Ah, uh, it was in, uh, it was in the smalls, strangely enough. Not a section you like going to very much, but what part of Parlinth is not somewhere you like to go? You go there for glory, and you don't go for the scenery, and you don't go for conversation, I'll tell you that. Uh, and he just kind of rambles on about how they had discovered this section that seemed to be a fairly rich noble's household, yeah. and um, found a... Uh, a a room that was full of mannequins and um jewelry and probably rotted clothing otherwise but there was still jewelry and stuff on the mannequins um uh, that just, it hadn't you just broke into this place no one stopped you oh well we had to fight off several of the uh, undead the uh oh. uh false men the Oh, was there cadaver men? There was ghouls in there too. Several of those, and but you killed them all. So, so many Nashers. Ah, oh, we lost a good one to the Nasher too. This bright young, um, up and coming warrior. Uh, may his soul rest in the afterlife. But uh, he is—he was swallowed whole by a Nasher. I swear. <laughs> okay, so I've got some information on where <laughs> there's a bunch of possible treasure we know what kind of bad guys are there yeah oh you lost you know having be sitting at the table with all of them hearing i assume he could hear this sort of information yeah, yeah he's very brash about he doesn't care yeah. who hears him yeah um you, so, so, go ahead. Uh, you would get the sense from the way he's talking about that they obviously have this artifact and many other things in their possession somewhere yeah. not here in the pub clearly but somewhere yeah. And hearing that, she'll like glance to the to the to the warrior that she's been chattering with. <laughs> you lost somebody. 
I'm sorry. It's never fun to lose a. Uh, it, it is unfortunate, but as uh, part of the life here at Haven, yeah. they, people get carried into the afterlife, and we sing of their glory. And he begins to wail on one of the, you know, uh, we'll say a little stanza or something like that about uh, his lost companion from oh, a few months ago. <laughs> She's actually going to listen carefully on this one. Yeah. Um, and see what awareness. sort of description comes up. Or if the name is mentioned or anything. 15. Wow, that's pretty good. You, while you don't get a description or much about him, you do find out that some of his belongings, including a, a keepsake uh, necklace, uh, is still in their possession. Uh, and it's hinted at that just subtly through the song, you think this troubadour kind of just gave up that they've rented a flop house nearby here for themselves. Okay. Uh, as part of the song that, you know, it's, it's sitting in our kind of, uh, our display area of all of our glorious, uh, conquests. Um, and he just kind of gave up that there is some place they are keeping these things. Okay. You don't know where, but there is a place. You guys have been around for a while. Um, so we were actually supposed to be meeting our friend, like, uh, somebody here. Oh. And they, they were they came in before us. We were supposed to meet them because we were gonna, you know, team up and try our hand at going into par length. Um, and I'm wondering if maybe you guys know him or if at least seen him in passing or heard about him or something. Who is he? He's been in the air. Uh it's an elf. Uh his name was Greymare. Greymare, and I want to get a roll awareness. <laughs> Everyone who's paying attention, roll awareness. <laughs> Fair enough. 12 and 9 and 4. Okay. Sparrow's definitely on the ball here. Uh, I'm going to start with the lowest first. Grimheld, uh, what does she get out of this conversation? All that. Uh, for you, you totally believe everything they're going to say. You, you're just, you're there. Yeah, it seems legit. You. Even Brunt is kind of like, eh, well, it seems believable. But Sparrow, you're noticing there's a little bit of shifty eyedness between them, like a knowing look. And a little bit of a catch in how they kind of describe that, yeah, they've talked to him here and there, but haven't seen him for a while. They're almost trying to bark what they think they heard the barkeep say earlier, basically. You, you catch them saying the exact same phrase, actually, re repeating it again. So that's maybe that's part of your slowing down uh, mm -hmm. that you've been doing yeah, over the last year, paying attention to details. Things. You notice they use the exact same turn of phrase that the barkeep used. Okay. Well, I just thought you never know, right? Especially if you've come here often, you probably saw him or something. Okay. Well, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, okay. Um, she like reach, kind of glances over at Brunt. Brunt, can I have my mug, please? <laughs> well, I find most places don't have my size mugs. He'll uh. just reach into his uh his pouch and grab it and pull it out. <laughs> it's like, not very big. No. She she takes it from him. Can I have some of yours? Uh, sure. You'll hear Swift Axe say, well, I've never thought of it, but then again, most windlings I've found tend to bring their own utensils in their own cups. So I guess it works out. Yeah, because of the same reason. I mean, oh. here, here, those, most cups are pretty big for us. That could make an interesting story or a song, maybe. But the windling who didn't carry utensils. And he tries, like, humming along something that doesn't she make any sense. mug up into the air, like, the, the mug she just got, 
and you know got a bit from <laughs> a few drops from from, from bronze glass yep. to fallen companions to fallen companions and he puts his mug up and chugs down this entire mug he's an orc he can handle it (laughs) her few drops nice oh is brought finishing up his meal then finally yes yeah (laughs) so you know what what do you guys want to do uh maybe i'll go by one person at a time here um sparrow are you still hanging out with this other like, group, or are you getting out to for a little, she, she hangs a little bit longer, and then mm-hmm. heads over once you know, sort of people are done their that drink that round. She'll head back over and have a bit of the crab from Bront, and just yeah. sort of give him that look, give him sort of that look of let's head back soon. Nice. He'll Grimhild, what about you? Um, I'm sort of following Sparrow's lead here. Because I know, sense. you know, these people have just given us a whole bunch of information, and I want to use that information, but I oh, don't right. want to act solo. So, yeah, because you might have more information than they do, even. So you may want to relay that to them eventually. So once Bront is done, I think we'll head back to, or at the very least, somewhere outside of this place, and yeah. sort of find since it's kind of not the best place and there's empty spots yeah. you know go find a little spot to go sit and talk but make sure we're not being followed first okay so stepping outside maybe finding a little quiet corner which there are many here yeah. uh, in this section of haven okay you can do that um as you i guess you can just maybe the nearest kind of like abandoned looking burnout place you can just kind of hang out near there and make sure things look quiet and so on and um yeah, who would, uh, Grimhild, would you kind of share what you saw first? Or is, I'm just wondering, uh, is she the the enthusiastic type of like, oh my god, I got some information? Kind yeah. Of like- oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is the first like time that she's gone and yeah. gotten information from a mark, you know, to go in to steal a <laughs> bunch of stuff. And it's, gonna, it's she's just really excited about this. So yeah, I think she uh, tells all, everything that she knows. I, uh. I have a sneaky suspicion that maybe Grey Mare tried to go after them. I think it's different. I think their fallen companion is Grey Mare, and the person and the loot they have is from him. That's my theory. Hmm. So Grey Mare works with them, and he's back. At their flop house, guarding the goods. But they definitely know more about Grey Mare than they were letting on. They were. They said the exact same thing the bartend, bartender said for, to us, word for word. Well, that's weird. Yeah, so... so they know a lot more about where he is. Also, I mean, they've got a shit ton of stuff. Real good stuff. Yeah. And I kind of want their good stuff. So really why... Good. Why don't we set up here, and when they leave, you can tail them? I was gonna head up to the rooftops. And then he'll just kind of find a spot to sit down and So, have wait. a nap, chill out, <laughs> relax. I'm gonna go sit in the rooftops and watch them. I'm a lot harder to see than, like, this guy. Fair enough. I'll um, see where their flop house is. It shouldn't be too far. Yeah, I think I'll, uh, I'm, I'm probably just going to kind of 
walk around some of the nearby buildings, peeking into windows, seeing if, you know, is this it? Does this look like a flop house or is this abandoned or? Mm, okay. Hopefully I can will. sort of keep a bit of an eye on her from above as well while yeah. I'm watching for them. And I yeah, what, I'm trying to keep out of sight, like be quiet yeah. about it. I missed yeah. what Bront was doing. Sorry. Uh, can you repeat what Bront's approach he's is just, here? He's just going to sit down and wait, basically, and just keep an okay. eye on them. Okay, see where they go. Yep. Yeah, you're going to find that that's probably the most useful thing to do out of this. So um, they're not going to do rolls or anything like that. But Grimhild, you're looking around all kinds of places, but you don't really find um, the place, you think. Um, you find some places are definitely occupied. There's some spots that have um, guards around, uh, but that's not unusual. If someone's like booked a full flop house, they might pay a couple people to hang out outside. Um, and you've noticed, you know, there's some places that clearly have way too many people in them for it, for it to be them, you know, their group, because maybe they have more people. You don't know. They might not be singing about certain people that they're in their group that you don't know about. And Sparrow, you just get kind of a lay of the land of the town yeah. as it is. And She's not much like of a surprise sort of to you. The eye, also keeping the eye on them so that she can follow from above. Yeah. From rooftops. Yeah. I'll get Bront to, you know, what's the best role for Bront, you think, for this? Is it just awareness or? Doesn't matter. Sure. Is there a particular <laughs> talent you think you have for that? Oh no, I'm I'm not actually tailing them. I'm just keeping an eye on. Uh, oh no, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just awareness is fine. Just awareness. Okay. Just making sure you don't lose them that they go out the back or something. Oh. So you you're waiting a bit, and then you realize that um, hey, the songs have stopped, but I never saw them come out, and the place is starting to close. Dang it. Oh. That's why the bartender knew. Hopefully, <laughs> Sparrow saw them. <laughs> I guess Sparrow to roll uh, same thing awareness because there is an uh, there is odds that you may have like when you're yeah. out there looking around you saw them and you're like how did, how you know if you get it it's gonna be like yeah. how did Brunt miss them? <laughs> you never know. It's, it's gonna be high difficulty though, so I'll give you that. Yeah. Ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So let me give you something here. You have a couple different groups you see going around. There's one that's headed kind of into the far edges of the uh, new section of Parling, or new, new section of Haven, the abandoned section of Haven, practically. The, we'll call it the open section. Uh, you have another group, though, that you've, you're just noticing that seems like the similar composure um, heading back to the proper. Uh, Haven proper, basically. And you kind of got a choice of where you need to go. Which one you're going to choose. So the first group didn't quite look like them? They both could fit the description because it is kind of dark out here and you don't have low light vision or heat sight or anything like that. She's going to stick with the group that's staying in the area and not going back to the main. Yeah, so roll a stealthy stride. Stealthy flapping. Yeah. Oof. Okay, I guess we're getting into a GM role now. <laughs> I mean, yay. Let me see. Yay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Someone may have noticed you. Maybe. Da-da. But you don't know. What do you do? <laughs> um, I'm just going to sort of be like flying around as if she's sort of like looking for something else entirely. Yeah. Keeping in sight because when you're above, you can see a lot more. Mm-hmm. But she's not gonna. She's gonna look like she's not actively following them or anything, like as if well, she's you, like flitting off to look for something else. I want you to roll an additional awareness. No. Okay. You don't think they've. You don't. You you think you've lost them in a sense, like that they may have yeah. like 
looked like they were looking up as if they thought something was there and then they looked away and you think that you might have evaded detection fully they they for all you know they might think they're being followed they might just think there's a bat around or a krill worm or something like that um she's gonna like actually go down lower towards like roof like a little where it's a little easier to be hidden instead of like straight up above but still trying to like sort of tail them yeah, so you notice they go into the basically the farthest recess is the corner of um, where the wall of the city of Parlinth is um, built up against the edge of this little old you know, new town uh, thing. And there is behind it uh, what looks to be a very ragged now looking wall that may have been built a few years ago, but has been kind of in disrepair now. Parts of it are burnt and parts of it are are torn and you think it might fall over, you know, out at some point, like just the, even in the dark, you're kind of telling there's little holes here and there and things that don't look right. But the building that they're going into seems intact. And there seems to be a couple guards out front. As far as you can tell people, they probably just paid. They're not guards, guards. They're like a couple people that are just watching. Um, and if you were to fly around, look from above you'll notice that there is a back door and there does seem to be one person there um as far as you can tell a couple humans in the front and a tuskering at the back she's gonna go sort of to the rooftop there and see if she can hear anybody any talking to see if she recognizes those the voices from earlier roll awareness 20 yes these are definitely them you can definitely recognize the voice to swift act sam he is so loud he is so boisterous. He could not hide if he tried. So she's actually <laughs> going to get out a piece of chalk, like just some white chalk, and she's going to like put a mark on the roof that you okay. can only see from above. Like okay. in such a spot that you can only really see it from above. So that she yeah. makes sure she knows which house it is from above. So you can tell this is kind of like a one and a half story thing where there's probably a bit of a loft where things are up above and a couple rooms inside, you think. Um, as far as you can tell from the way people are talking, they're mostly spending their time in the front part of the building and not very much sp- time in the back. And you do hear someone climb up the stairs to the loft, uh, at least once, um, and call out like a good night or something like that. Okay. Um, she'll stay there for like, for the few minutes, you know, sort of listening and paying attention and then she'll head back to the others. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile... <laughs> Meanwhile, Grim, Grim, Grimhild, uh, you probably have come back to Bront and, you know, you've seen all kinds of things, but nothing probably useful. But you might have thought that, okay, there was this one building that was protected and then you, maybe that's the thing, um, possibly, but otherwise you're just like a little lost. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I'm watching, I'm watching now, I'm like, okay, maybe the cats in this area know what's going on you know maybe they're finding good stuff you know chasing down the good mice and the good mice are finding the good food at the i'm I'm grasping at straws now oh broad what's your reaction to this i think we should just wait for sparrow and while you're sitting there waiting i think you you realize you probably missed the boat on them oh yeah Um, i'm totally i have already come to that conclusion that i must have missed them it's probably past midnight. The place is kind of closed up, but um, yeah, you're just quietly there waiting. And then Sparrow, you can fly in if you like. <laughs> she flies back. Whew. Well, I, there were two different parties that might have been them. 
I picked the right one. <laughs> I did not. She pats him on the head. Better luck next time, buddy. I forgot about the illusionist. Also, backdoor, potentially. Who knows? Oh, that's good. Yeah, they might have Maybe they took a backdoor, and that's why you didn't see them. Could be. So, back to the tavern? I mean, we could go back there, or we could go to their flop house, because I know where it is. Or we could wait until the adepts aren't there. That's true. We could wait till the daytime when they're not there. I marked the roof, so it's okay. Fair enough. I guess back to the taverns, get some sleep, head back in the morning and see if they're home or if they've gone out. Fair enough. An Anthology of Adepts uses the Earthdawn RPG system by Fasa Games and uses Creative Commons music by Alexander Nakarada. To learn more or join our Discord channel, please see the show notes.